She's so beautiful, y'all. I'm so excited to have her today. I just want to say hello, 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 hello. Thank you for having me, honestly. It's Monday, girl. I was struggling today. So. I know. I was struggling too. Oh my gosh. I I don't know what I was thinking when I even said Monday because you know that's the start of the week. And I didn't even think about the weekend because Layla had me going and doing all this make a wish stuff. So I was just like oh, Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about what Layla was doing though. What was Layla doing with Make a Wish? I'm sure other people would like to know. Miss Layla is popping. Oh my know? gosh, she keeps me going. <laughs> I'm gonna send her over there with you. <laughs> I told her I was on with you today. She's like, Mama, you don't know Whitney? You got Whitney on there? I said, Yes, Layla. She said, Yes. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. But yes, I am excited to be here to chat with you and whatever. You know, just chat it up, have some girls talk. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And just to answer your question, Layla is now she's a Make-A-Wish ambassador. I am a Make-A-Wish ambassador with her as well. What she does is she goes to different engagements that they invite her to and she tells a story or she just volunteers. So depending on, you know, what you guys are doing, um, whether it's depending on the season, depending on what she's doing. So like last week was like the official, I think Friday was the official make a day wish celebration. So in Charlotte, they had like Krispy Kreme donuts, color of make a wish. And then, yeah. And then they did, um, and then they do the Carowinds and invite, um, like patients who are on and off treatment to come they can stay all day, do the little celebration. We stay half the day, because, you know, I got all the programs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to say for those that might be joining through my live, uh, Miss Layla, which is Brittany's daughter, is the owner of Poppin' Girls. She has been at the um, Black Lux Expo we had last year, along with the holiday mix that we did in December. So... I just want to shout Layla out and her mom, Brittany, had me on here because, you know, wonderful product. I just love the whole mission behind it and the purpose. And honestly, she's really just a joy. So I just want to let people know who you were. And, you know, like, like what, they probably like, what's she talking about? But yeah, I want them to know that you are the mother of Miss Layla, owner of Papa Girl. So, yep. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you so much. Thank you for saying all of that. It's funny. I was thinking about, even before we started this interview, um, how I met you or how I even came into. So I'm gonna tell you about that because I was just thinking about that. That's when I'm doing my interviews, I'm always trying to think of a topic that relates to my channel, but also relates to the person. And so I switched the the topic a little bit. This is episode, I know, because you got this girl. I know you done did a thousand (laughs) interviews. So I was like, she's good. We could just talk. <laughs> but this one is just called this is um this is episode number twenty-five. It's called Reclaiming Your Greatness. And yeah. Yes. And I feel like that, you know, it's third quarter, 2022. Um, it's not January no more where everybody was feeling like pumped up. Oh, I'm gonna get these goals in. I gotta do this, 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 this. I mean, yeah. we are already almost six months in. I know. That's what I said. I was like, this is so crazy. I'm really fly. It really fly. It does. It does. And so, 
I said, okay, let me just think of something to like pep us up. Because my last couple of episodes, I've been talking about pretty much owning who you are and all of that and actually going through the shadow. And when you recognize who you really are, how it, I mean, how it just, it makes you like look at yourself a different way. And so I've been in a little funk today. I don't don't know if it's Monday. I think just because it's Monday. Like, (laughs) I think that's really what it is. So I was like, okay, we need to, everybody need to get out the funk, need to get up and go ahead and reclaim their greatness. Um, Before we go into the topic, though, I definitely want to introduce you. I can't say enough about Whitney Middlebrook. Like, you are amazing. Um, I've only known you. I don't even think it's been a year yet. Um, I met you. I heard of you through T. Um, you know, I don't know what you know. T, light skin T with the dreads. Takira? Yeah, Takira. I didn't even, you never told me that. I, never I know, because every time we're talking, it's like, yeah. you know, you're, you're busy. So boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. So I was, I was moving from Charlotte and I was coming up here and I was like, gosh, I really, I was, I didn't want to move, but I had to move. And so I helped my grandfather out. He was sick. That didn't work out. So I was like, I got to hurry up and get up out of there. And so I came to High Point. My mom was like, you can take this over. I'm moving. She moved to Georgia. Came up here. I said, okay, mom, this is going to be a pit stop. She said, I need you to get somewhere and sit down. I said, mama, I have been in Charlotte. Layla's been in, I mean, I've been in Charlotte. Layla just separated from Charlotte. So that's why I'm Mm -hmm. always in Charlotte. Mm Because all of her stuff is there. And her Mm -hmm. friends are there. So I'm always trying to make sure, you know, go back and do this and do that. And so T was like, she was talking about the event. I believe she was telling she well, I know her through my cousin and then their friends and all that. Okay. okay so okay. <laughs> and so she was talking and she was saying, like, I'm going downtown, y'all should check out the expo, my homegirl Whitney. She's, you know, she's like that. And I was like, really, like, you know, where is that? Where is that? And I didn't think nothing of it. And then mm-hmm. I said, Let me look. And then I'll see you on Event Bright. So then I was like, and then your name, like I was going around trying to get like, you know, just see where I can network because guys, Whitney is like the number one black Lux expo, the biggest expo up here in the triad. I'm for real. Like the energy was amazing last year. Do you hear me? Like both events that we went to, that's why I did a lot of pop-up last year. You know, Layla was new last year. And I, I learned a lot. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't need to go to everybody's pop up. And <laughs> and if I'm gonna spend some money, I want to spend some money on you know certain pop ups. And when I came across everything you were doing, just the energy was just everything, just everything, like the vibe for everything, um, even the vendors, like over eighty plus vendors, like it was just amazing. Everybody was trying to help each other. If somebody needed some help, somebody was trying to help them do something, or even just going around and shouting out everybody. It was just, it, it was just amazing. So Layla's like, you know, moving this year, and she's like, Mom, I don't, can we come back? You know, and I said, you know what I told her? I said, I promise you, like, going forward, I'm going to make sure that I carve out that time. But yeah. just be- just because of what we experienced there, it was just yeah. amazing. So I just want to thank you. Well, look, that is, that made me feel good. First of all, shout out to T. 
so I just want to say me and T grew up together, right? We was on step team. That, that's my girl, right? We've been knowing each other since like elementary. So I want to say shout out to, you know, people that rock with you and vouch for you, right? Oh, you know, so I do that to people. So that's always good to have. Like, and she never even told me that she said, you know, so it's like good to see people in the background and just mentioning me or mentioning my business or events. So I love that. So thank you, T. And thank you for coming, right? So I remember um, actually one of the event staff at the theater, literally, Miss Karen, shout out to Miss Karen at the High Point Theater. She like came to me and said, Whitney, you need to meet this girl. And I said, okay, I'm like in the middle of something at the expo. And I'm like, right. okay. She said, no, you need to meet her. This girl, you should like mentor her. You should, I was like, okay, but at this moment, like that's what you want me to do? She was like, no, but her business is popping curls. And I told her, like, I, she was just saying how she loves your, and I was like, oh my God, okay. So long story short, I think I eventually got over there to you all. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like y'all, but I'm just saying that, like, and it just show you how people see you, right? Because Karen saw you, you know, and she was like, I like this girl. I feel like she is great and like how we can connect. So I think it's cool, like, you know, that energy and that vibe. And I thought that we both Gemini. So. Yes, I was gonna say that next. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Gemini season, you feel me, cause you know. <laughs> you know, we you got two sides. And when you was talking about that, you was showing, you know, I'm always on your page. I'm like, oh my God, Whitney is a Gemini. That's what it was, we was connected. Is you know, we the, we the most hated uh, Zodiac style. I don't know what that's about. They, they don't understand us. Yeah, but shout out to Gemini, shout out to you, and just people showing love. And my biggest goal with the expo in general is like good vibes. I go to tons of I go to tons of pop ups because I just always be shopping and just really be wanting to meet people. And one thing I can say that I guess is an unfortunate thing that I noticed is that I've noticed that people do not talk to each other. People are very odd, and I know that I can be a lot. I know that. Okay, this is a fact. Like, but I said, wow, people don't even talk to each other. People don't be talking to the the person that they're beside, and then you don't even know who the event host is. No, like I said, I don't like that, you know. But when I first did the expo, it was just more like I think this is a good thing to bring to High Point because stuff don't really come to High Point. We always go to Greensboro, West, and Charlotte, uh, Raleigh, other places. But my point is. I said, you know, I just want my energy to be authentic and that people can feel that. So hopefully if the head is a certain way, right, that energy can continue to flow through. Love. And that's my biggest thing is experience. Like, are you having a good time? I understand everything won't be perfect, right? But I just feel like that energy is so important and keeping people important. at a very high energy because I'm, I'm serious and I'm not going to say what these events were, but I literally be like, okay, I'm about to leave because it's so uncomfortable is so awkward and I'm like what is this about because some event hosts I'm gonna be fair they get very caught up in the number okay if I get this many and that's how much but at the end of the day it should be about the experience and making right. sure that the businesses are feeling excited about it and they're you know wanting to be there they feel good and but that's like my goal is to keep right. that energy high and make it and I can't control what people do <laughs> but <laughs>
I mean, you're doing that. The experience sells itself, just like I push purpose said. It is definitely. I'm I'm excited that it's coming back. Like Layla, like I said, she puts it on her calendar now because it's it's really a big thing up here. And we learned last year, like even just we just start and we don't we didn't know certain people and just mingling. I love networking. I love divine connections. Um, but even just going back to Charlotte after coming to your event, it was just so many different. Just I was like. Well, we're not going to those events no more, and we're not going that because I, I just had to learn. I was putting more into it, yeah. and I was getting out. And I'm not even yeah. talking about just necessarily like monetary, just the experience overall. Like you said, yeah. good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, and that's like the goal is just really create that culture and ultimately want people to and see that I don't even I'm not a pop up. I always think I don't want to take away from the pop up experience. Because the pop-up is, is an experience itself where people create weekly opportunities or monthly opportunities. So for the Black Lives Expo, it literally is just annual, you know? It's right. just, I'm going to hit you one time a year. I'm going to get on y'all nerves and y'all going to know it's coming. But it's just, you know, that annual year. And, you know, over time it may change in terms of maybe every other year. But the goal is just... I don't want to take away from the pop-up experience, but I can tell you that the Black Lives Expo is a little different, so... It is. It's not a pop-up. I yeah, want you to talk about it a little bit more. I want you to yeah. um, explain to us what made you what made you start the Black Lux Expo, and even just the company itself, how did you reclaim your greatness through your company? Wow. Girl, okay, so my story is very interesting. I honestly never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Let's start there. That was never my goal. That was not my ministry chat. I'm like, I won't be an entrepreneur. I was really on a track of a more academic track of school. I wanted to do this. I want this role. And I'm going to be this marketing executive or whatever it is, right? So my goal was never entrepreneurship. But I'm going to be, but I've always been very. When I tell you in the trenches, child, with anything social justice, like as a child, like I'm hype about everything. I remember watching four little girls, like, I don't know if you know the story of what yes. bombing of the church. Baby, I'm hype. I'm young. Like, I'm talking to my father. Luckily, I grew up in a home where we could talk about things and ask questions. But anything when it came to social injustice and people that look like me, Oh, I'm I'm all for it, you know. So I love it. I would have been I would have been a freedom fighter. I'm telling you, like I was like the person like everybody got me messed up today. It's just that passion for people that look like me. So I took the academic route to try to like break out different barriers and roles because in the field I wanted to go to, just wasn't a lot of black women. Right. So anyway. Um, everything Black Lives Matter, everything like, you know, anything injustice with, in terms of the police, like that's me, right? And I remember the peak of, it was like the George Floyd at the end of that. I mean, I've been going hard since hashtag started with like Trayvon Martin. Seriously. I see now. That's what I was like, where does passion coming from? I need to hear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so I remember when I was actually in grad school, I believe around that time Trayvon Martin, if I'm not mistaken, and I just remember like, oh my God. And it's funny that even back then, social media really still was coming along. It's, you know, it's not what it's not what it is actually today. So I just always been. I'm always looking for people that look like me. Period. Everywhere I go, where the black people at? I love it. I mean, I don't, I'm not even. I don't apologize for it. I went to a black school. I went to Southern State, and but I did go to predominantly white schools as well. So I know that. I see. I me see too. I went to yeah. State too, Whitney. 
Oh. I didn't graduate, but I went from old five to old nine. Well, we was there at the same time. I'm telling you, that's why you look so familiar. I'm no, telling you, I'm, I probably was at one or two of them parties. I was a little hot at the end of the week, so. Anybody that know me from Wisconsin State, be nice, that's all I'm saying. You know, it's grump child. But no, so I remember um, 2020, um, I was thinking, at the end of 19, I was like, you know, I was just so fired up. Like, I've just got so much energy of just what I want to do. So I actually, I'm a backtrack of it. I used to uh, freelance write, so I've written for... Um, various publications um focus on typically like music kind of black culture so i would write um when i started a blog as well and a, a larger publication found it and i literally i mean i could write in a journalistic way but i used to write more like witty and more like it's like i knew i, I knew who i was connecting to but yeah. i never knew nobody was reading it i didn't know like because again this is like 2010 back in the day yeah, so I'm just doing it based on, it was actually an assignment from my grand, uh, grand program. But long story short, got into writing, writing for publications. I would go to events to interview celebrities. So I've done that, went on red carpets and all that good stuff. And starting my blog, it was a big deal. Like people would be like, okay, girl, can I get on your blog? I'm like, okay. Like I don't think people care about this. But <laughs> what happened is I lost passion for that. Like, I don't care what Chris Brown did. I don't care what Beyonce right. did. I don't right. care what nobody did because, again, I'm I'm so in the trenches of police brutality and the hate for people that look like me. Like, I used to feel sick. I'm going to be honest. It used to mess with my mental health. That's how passionate I was about it. Like, right. So, at the end of 19, I was like, okay, I want to do something different. And I was thinking, like, well, I deactivated my blog years ago because, again, no, I don't have passion for that. And I said, well, maybe I can just reactivate it and create a blog more mm -hmm. so for like the things that I'm actually passionate about. So truthfully, I launched my official business. I started in January and launched it on uh, Juneteenth of 2020. Yeah. And it was literally more so, it was like for the culture. It wasn't, I wasn't offering no services. I wasn't doing that. Now, mind you, I went to school for graphic design, marketing, and public relations. I think you got 15 years experience. Yeah, so all that's cool. So all my jobs, like my career, my nine to five has always been in that field. Right. But I never, people were like, can you do that for me? And I never wanted to do stuff for people like, no, I don't do graphic design. That ain't what I do. Long story short, I started doing, I had some people that were writing for me. It was going well. And all of a sudden, somebody asked me, like, well, we need, are you offering this? And I was like, no. And I sat down. It was almost like God said to me, that job you've been waiting for or whatever, you can do that. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to do that. Long story short, I started offering services. Right. And services were like graphics, doing logos, web design, uh, different marketing packages. So I felt like a good way, truthfully, the expo was really to introduce my business Oh, wow. High point. Just like, oh, this is like good. No, oh, we have businesses. And, you know, the pandemic sparked entrepreneurship out the roof. Right. I was like, these dope black people, I know them. Some of my friends, they need to be spotlighted here in High Point. Mm -hmm. So, truthfully, that's how the expo started. Then it, it honestly it became greater than me. It became bigger than me. And my vision just began to grow. And I, I literally do credit God for that because. Y'all have no idea, like, when you be running for stuff, 
it's, uh, it, you will get back to what you are passionate about. So I was able to incorporate, you know, that marketing side along with my passion for black people, black culture, you know, and I do have experience in event planning. So it literally is just, that's the expo. That's how it started. So it's what you're supposed to be doing. It's, it's that destiny mindset that God created for you. He just had to sit you down and make you realize that's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it takes that, because I'm not going to say that that's not what I thought I would be doing at all. Right. And it's funny, because me and Layla are always like, Mama, what can we get Whitney to do? Like, I was like, I don't know. You got to look on our website and see. You can't just text her and say, I need this, this. Like, she's a business. Like, <laughs> you got the call. I said, look and see what her packages yeah. offer. And then we go from there. And then she's yeah. like, okay, Mama. <laughs> so I'm coming to you soon. I just don't be knowing. Yeah.
both events we went to, even the holiday mixer, like that was two of the best events that Layla made the most money and even not even just money, just the experience. Like it was just everything. So I just can't keep saying thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank y'all, honestly. Yes. When you when I ask you about reclaiming your greatness, when I ask you that, what does that mean to you? What do you think about? Like, as you stand in the gap, you know, as we're talking about this subject and people going through stuff, they don't be wanting to hear all that positive stuff all the time when they going through it. I understand because I don't want to hear it. You know, I say it, but I don't always necessarily mean it. Right. Well, I would say every day I'm trying to reclaim my greatest child. I, I think we're always every day trying to improve and some days I be having bad days. I don't be feeling it. I be in my group chat like everybody done got on my nerves today. I don't need care, right? Yeah. I am human. I have my own issues, personal issues and things like that. But reclaiming my greatness is I feel like it's just literally knowing who I am, understanding who I am and as I evolve. I always tell people that I'm, I've always been very clear who I am. Right. That can come off intimidating to some, but even as a little girl, she'll tell you. Um, I've always been very clear about what I believe, what I think, this what I and of course I have grown and evolved and being a woman, so some things have changed over time, but I've never really I can't say I battled this who am I? I think it's more of what is the purpose now. I'm clearing who I am, but okay, what's the purpose? You know? I can say that what I want to do now in my life, I wanted to add value to somebody else, right? Some people be so pressed and social media has really got people messed up. Like, it does. How many followers you can listen? That follower doesn't mean it ain't really nothing tangible. Okay? It don't. It just really ain't. It just really ain't. So I want to say, what does it add value? Am I being authentically myself? So when people know me, they know like, okay, we're not putting on. If you know me, you're going to be like, no, that's really with me. Like, so it, again, being clear who I am and reclaiming my greatness and claiming my greatness can be intimidating to people offline because right. a lot of people are not that in real life. That's so true. I'm authentically myself or whatever that looks like and I notice that people will shrink and I say, oh man, I really wish they could be as confident, right? As they mm-hmm. appear to be online. So we are in a digital age. I have a digital market agency, but is it as inv- is it adding value to whoever I'm interacting with, and you know how is it impacting me and them, and just being constantly thinking about that in some way? I love that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> like it, everybody's not there, you know. Yeah, and, sure, that's okay. And that is okay. And I think yeah. sometimes what it is is just understanding where you're at on your journey. Um, when I say get up out the funk and get up, girl, and reclaim your greatness, I mean, like, whatever you're going through, whether it's yeah. anxiety, depression, um, it, it, people are still, like, recovering from the pandemic. And you see inflation, everything going up. Girl. Yes. And so what I want to add to that is, yes, I'm saying I've always been clear who I am. I don't want to take that as if, oh, we don't go through nothing. Child boo. I'll be over here having all the moments, all the breakdowns, and you know, because I am a human, like I feel right. things, I have personal things that affect me, so 
every day I am like, it's all, it's naturally a battle. I'm going through something. We are women, right? So that's the other thing. We got all these hormone stuff that be messing up with us, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, so I want to encourage any woman, any man, like life is going to life. Let me tell you that. It will life. It don't matter. And you have to say, okay, we can be down. I get down. Yeah. But I think that we just have to say, okay, my whole thing of when I ever felt imbalanced is trying to figure out the purpose. Okay, so what does that mean? What do I do next? Um, and I think that when you're talking about depression and the pandemic, I can be very transparent and say, I have never in my life, let me tell you this, I felt bad on my mental health until the pandemic. Oh, wow. I was like, when I tell you, it shook me up. Now, it wasn't because I was I was never fearful of getting the virus. I just would not, I didn't even go lie. I was more like, I don't care. That was yeah. all, but I didn't feel that way. Like, I just kind of feel like superwoman, like, I'm not gonna get the virus. Honestly, it messed up my mental health on the strength of me being more of an extrovert and I couldn't do stuff. Right. That thing had me like, I'm having like a meltdown because mm-hmm. I couldn't do, I couldn't be. And it was like, I gotta tell you, how, you know, when you tell somebody not to do something, that made me wanna do it more. Yeah, you, you know gonna do it more. You don't want me to go outside? I wanna be outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, so I have, I'ma say this, but then there was a lot of anxiety that I started to feel during the pandemic because I couldn't do, there were so many restrictions. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to the news or watch the news. It created no. anxiety for me right. because they were constantly throwing this virus in our face. And I was like, what is this? And and at the time I was dealing with some other personal stuff. And I'm mentioning this because that was the first time I battled my mental health. And I was like, I think I had like a panic or anxiety attack. And it was leading up to the expo and it was just a lot of stuff. And I definitely, I am in therapy, which it doesn't have to be wrong to be in right. therapy, right? We, everybody needs to go to therapy, honestly. Yeah, that's my, everybody That's needs my to go answer to for everything. My answer for everything is go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm mentioning that too. I don't want people to think like, oh, she must got it out. No, but I am in therapy. I am using these tools to keep me in balance and keep me together just to have someone outside of who knows me to talk to me, right? right. And kind of work through things because I got my own stuff, child. Yeah. I got my own stuff. Let me tell you, I'm not perfect, but I just want to We all that. do. We all do. And I think sometimes we forget that everybody is human, whether whatever stage they're at in life. Um, like you said, social media got us messed up, child. We all think everything's supposed to be instant and that we're supposed to get the business and boom. And that's why when I started this, I was like, because with Layla, I I didn't, I was so impressed with trying to, okay, I got to make sure I got a website. Got to make sure I got her pictures. Got to make sure this, 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 this. Because I wanted to, you know, I, yeah. you, when you're selling something or you're showing something, you want to make sure that people have something to come to. And I felt like if they didn't, then they was gonna not take her business serious. Yeah. But then as I'm starting to like grow, I got me a coach now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm back in therapy. I was like, okay, Brittany, it really, I mean, you can really start where you're at. Like, yeah. I'm glad that I started that way with Layla, you know, because I do, I, I wanna, I let Layla do her own thing because I wanted mm-hmm. to have fun. She was like, mama, mm-hmm. at first she was getting on me with me. She was like, this is mine, like, this is my stuff. I was like, okay. 
Oh, dad, she wasn't hitting you like that, was she? Well, she did that at the expo because I did try to take over. Because when people started coming up, I wanted her to understand you need to acknowledge, like, hey, yeah. hey, you know, you want yeah. the business. You can't just be standing there looking crazy and don't be looking and biting and they ain't gonna want to talk to you. Speak up. <laughs> that's true, that's true. That but I love her to that, and she did that. Yeah. She did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like what you said to start where you are. Um, I think that we're always waiting for the right time. There's literally, I don't think there's ever a right time. No. Ever. There's no. never a right time for anything because I don't know that's so cliche to say, but it really ain't. Yeah. You really can just start. And you, even with my business, like I told you, my business is shifting. And one thing about me, baby, I ain't got no problem pivoting. I don't have no problem saying, okay, I don't do that no more. And this is what I do now. Or, you know, or changing it. Because some people know it has to be. It doesn't have to be that. What you can do is you grow with your business. You figure out what works and what doesn't. If you see something not working, it's okay to say, okay, I'm going to take that off. Or I'm going to change something about that and see. And it's okay. Right. That's the yeah. I love that about you, Whitney. I, I want to commend you. <laughs> I'm serious. Like this, this channel is really about empowerment and helping inspire and heal the inner child. That's really what I'm looking to do because I'm. It's me. It's really that little girl that's still. But I'm going. I'm going through it, and I'm processing, and I'm hoping that whatever I talk about can help everybody. You know. Um, I love the fact that you advocate for black people because for the longest I used to struggle with not being a black woman, but just being me. Um, I think that's another reason why I gravitated to you because I was like, oh, she her, she don't care. It, it, I am who I am. You don't like it. You can go that way. And for the longest in my family, I always felt like the black sheep because I was the wild child or, yeah, I did. I, I did. I gave my mama up. I did. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still me. And I still, like, yeah. still to this day, I still sometimes feel like I'm trying to prove something to her. Like, or or still trying to, like, her to understand that little girl that still wanting her attention. Like, mama, I'm mm -hmm. still me. I'm right here. But yeah. I stand proud in being that black girl now. And yeah. I just want to thank you because that's what you're doing. You're showing the young black women to be themselves and represent us. And don't and I love when you put up everything. Black expo, black, black, black on black. <laughs> and I, I when I do a news inter interview and they'll say, oh, it's for minority. I didn't say that. I no. didn't say that. I said it was black. Right. And, and here's the thing. I have nothing against the word minority or uh, but what I want to be very clear, I said it was black on. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the what's the confusion? It's black on. Because minority, FYI, if you did not know for those listening, minorities start to sneak in white women. I just want y'all to know that. That's what that starts to do. Oh, it's minority. Uh, what? Because if they say semen, they'll say women. So women are typically the minority, right? Right. But what happens is it's like women, but then it's white women. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden that other black, it just, it starts to wash so I was like, no, this is a black business expo <laughs> and everyone is invited. I want to be very clear. Everyone from every race, color, whatever, gender, whatever, you are welcome to enjoy, but I want you to enjoy these black-owned businesses. That's right. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> 
You can find me um, at Black Lux Co. So B L A C K L U X E C O. Everything is Black Lux Co. Online, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. My personal Instagram is Whitney Nicole, and Nicole is spelled with a Y. And everything is Whitney Nicole. So you can find ah! me there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my baby middle name too. That's C Lo. Everybody knows Nicole. Yep. Yeah, my little one. <laughs> but I wanted to say this as well. Okay, so before I do this, I'm trying to put a little spin in it because I feel like, you know, I'm on episode number 25 and, yeah, episode number 25 and I kind of get, you know, mundane, do the same little routine. So I'm going to throw in some random poll questions that my friend, she was on here. She's a comedian, podcaster, okay. and she sends okay. them to me every week. Child. I'll be like... I love you to death. Let me think about these questions. So just think about them. Don't, don't, don't overthink. It's just, it's just a game. It's just, just a laugh. And then after that, I'm gonna ask you just to take away. Um, (laughs) So I got five questions. And the first one is, well, not questions, but your preference. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Okay. Uh, Zaxby's or Popeyes? I don't eat Popeyes enough, so I'm gonna say Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Okay. And let's see. Um, random. Just a random, random question. Have you ever messed with a girl? No. <laughs> I have never kissed a girl, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. Um, what's your favorite dessert? Apple pie or strawberry ice cream? Neither. Neither. No. What's your favorite dessert? I don't like anything pie, but chicken pie pie. Ah. Okay. No, and so I don't really like strawberry ice cream. I would say anything chocolate. I go for chocolate. Typically. Okay. See. <laughs> My and when is your birthday? June second. Girl, I'm June seventh. So if you're doing something, please. Hit me up. I can get I can get out the house for a little bit. My baby okay. here. He'll say okay to me. I'll be like, baby, it's Whitney from Black Love to like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we go, please tell me something that you can tell the audience. Anything about them trying to reclaim their greatness. What would be something that you could tell the audience today? Um I would just say really get to the focus on who you are. My uncle had used to always tell us, rest his soul, my uncle, Reverend Willie Middlebrooks, he would always say, always remember who you are and whose you are. And so when you're a child, you kind of don't know, but I can tell you that that statement has stuck with me my whole life. I I know who I am and I know whose I am. So I am, you know, I believe in God. I believe in, you know, the religious aspect of that and that spiritual you know, entity that gives to me every day, right? So I, I'm very aware. So I think it's knowing who you are. And I think that you can, knowing to be okay by yourself. I think that people, if you cannot be okay by, and I'm not just talking about relationship, I'm talking about in a lot of ways. Are you able to go to an event by yourself? Are you able to talk to people without a group of people with you? So I say, know who you are, knows who you are. Be confident in yourself. And even when you ain't confident, listen, 
Episode number 25, Reclaiming Your Greatness. Y'all have a good day.